0: hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new this is the second day of my true crime and urban legend series this is gonna be basically a one-week series where i only talk about these subjects and if you listen to my podcast often, or if you just happen to scroll throughout my episodes, you guys can tell that I don't normally talk about true crime or urban legends. I just talk about lifestyle, fashion, mental health, and more. But I just wanted to spice things up, you know? I was getting pretty bored, and I wanted to do something new, and you guys seem to loved it. Also, if you want to keep up with me and get updates on the podcast, follow my Insta page, all podcast where i post news affirmations i tell you guys about upcoming projects and yeah let's just get into this episode yesterday we talked about true crime we talked about the case of bianca devins i suggest you listen to that if you are into true crime but today we are gonna get into urban legends and we are gonna get into japanese urban legends the thing about japan is that its folklore is really rich And Japan has a lot of crazy urban legends and scary stories and ghosts, spirits, demons. And today we are going to get into that. I'm really passionate about the subject and I hope you guys will like it too. So the first urban legend that we're going to talk about is Teke Teke. Now, I want to make a disclaimer. I hope I'm pronouncing the names right. Of course, I'm not Japanese, but I'm trying my best, so don't drag me anyways. So the first urban legend, like I said, is Teke Teke. You might know this because it's one of the most popular urban legends out there. Basically, there was... There are a lot of stories surrounding the origin of Teke Teke. But basically, she was a girl. She was a teen girl in high school. And one story said that she was bullied a lot by a lot of people. And one day, she was coming home from school. She usually took the train. And in that train station, there was also a group of guys in her class that bullied her. So one of the guys thought it would be funny to push her when the train would come onto the rails. And that's what he did. And of course, Teketeke Teke was killed instantly and her body was cut in half, and after some time, only her bottom half was found. Another story is that she it was really late at night, she was coming home from school, she had extra hours, and it was really dark outside, it was also snowing, and it was really foggy, you couldn't really see what's in front of you, so she saw her apartment building, she just stepped and she forgot that there is actually a train rail in front of her apartment building, she didn't even see it, and she was cut in half by the train. Now, I, like I said, there are a lot of different stories surrounding her origin, but what is known about Teke Teke is that she haunts Japan, especially train stations. And the thing about her is that because she doesn't have a bottom half, she walks with her hands she uses her hands to move and she is a really fast ghost now it is also said that she has a weapon that she carries with her and when she spots someone she usually appears at night she would use her incredible speed to you know choose her victim to go to her victim and cut them in half so the reason why she does this is first of all to get revenge Her targets are usually males, really young boys. And she basically tries to find her bottom half. And there was a story with a guy that was sitting in a train station at night. He was also in high school. And he saw a girl sitting alone in a store or in a coffee shop. I don't remember exactly. But he didn't see her bottom half. She looked angry and he just stared at her because she looked at him he looked at her, it was a weird thing going on. So then, she jumps from the window, I don't know exactly where she was, in a coffee shop and whatever, and he notices that she doesn't have legs, so of course he started to run, but his speed didn't compare with teketeke's speed, and we don't know the ending of this. So that means basically he is not with us anymore, and yeah. Another scary urban legend in Japan, which is also really popular, is called the Red Room Curse. Now, basically, Red Room is an error that appears on your PC, on your screen. This error is red and asks you if you like the Red Room. Now, some people say that this error is also joined by a distorted voice that says the same thing, basically but that's not sure and basically that error cannot be removed when you try to click x you will notice the fact that you feel pain you will feel a lot of pain or you will start to bruise you will notice little cuts all over your body and it doesn't close and all you feel is pain after some time a list appears on the screen your whole screen turns red you cannot escape it at this point and basically there are names on the screen and they are said to be the victims of this error of the red room curse and the last name that appears on the screen is your name it is said that once you see your name there your whole room will basically start to turn red signifying the blood of the victims that were fooled by this curse, and you will die. The thing about it is some people said that if you just not click anything, if you exit your room or your house even, and you chill for a little bit, it, it is said that the error can disappear, but some people said otherwise. Some people said that you cannot escape the red room curse once it chooses you. Another Japanese urban legend, which you might heard of, is called Kukisake-Ona. Kukisake-Ona was basically a really pretty girl. She was married, I think, or she had a boyfriend, I'm not sure where in the relationship they were, but I am certain that they were together. Anyways, her significant other found out that basically Kukisake-Ona cheated on him. And he became really violent towards her. And he took a pair of scissors or a knife and cut the, both sides of her mouth. Just like uh, Jeff the Killer, if that's familiar to you, which of course it is. Uh, and then she, he told her, let's see who finds you beautiful now. I don't know if she died in that moment or later on in her life, but it is said that she can appear in front of you. She usually wears a mask, and I cannot even imagine, especially with Covid and everything, you cannot tell who is Kukisake Ana, like, it's getting confusing. Anyways, but it is said that she is really beautiful, she's a really beautiful woman, with black long hair and really intriguing eyes, she wears a mask, she is usually dressed all white, and she usually has a huge pair of scissors in her hands she will stop you and she will ask you, do you think I'm beautiful? Well, if you say no, she is going to kill you instantly. And if you say yes, she will take off her mask and you will see her, you know, cut mouth. And then she will ask you again, am I pretty now? If you say no, you're going to get instantly killed. And if you say yes, you are also going to get instantly killed. So what do you do when you, meet kukisake ona which let's hope not you tell her you are not beautiful but you are not ugly or you can say you are average she will just think about that a little bit and you have time to run this is all you can do to save your life from kukisake ona just like teke teke it is said that she usually picks her victims if they are young males and wants revenge basically Another Japanese urban legend, which can also be considered as a conspiracy theory, which I think is more fitting. I'm sorry if you hear any noises in the background, my neighbors are going insane, I don't know what they are doing. Anyways, so the conspiracy theory, we're gonna go with this, it is called the Hitogata commercial. Now, Hitogata stands for white humanoids, white people, white humans, but it is short as Hitogata. So this is basically a conspiracy theory that dated back in 2004 and it was it started all on an anonymous Japanese message board. Now, it is said that the Hitogata commercial was basically a commercial shown on TV really late at night and it appeared to be two women, one of the one on the left of the screen, one on the right of the screen. They were super pale and featureless they didn't have any sort of feature so they resembled slender man it was said that one of them would fade and one of them will remain on the screen and then the opposite so this will keep happening and on the screen it basically said every two seconds someone dies on earth and this was the whole commercial we don't know the purpose of it we don't know what it was intended to be and also a lot of people said and claimed that they have seen this commercial before, they have seen this in their lives before, but it could never ever be found on the internet. A lot of people created replicas, but they weren't the original. And it was really weird because a lot of people stated that they saw something on TV, yet nobody could find that anymore, which is kind of creepy. The next urban legend we are going to talk about is called Akamanto. I did my research on Google, and I found that this was actually the most popular, which I didn't think it would be. Anyways, so Akamanto is basically a male spirit that could be found in school stalls or public bathrooms. And when you enter the stall, this male ghost, Akamanto, will basically ask you blue paper or white paper. It can also depend... It was said that he can also ask you to choose between red cloak and blue cloak now when you choose red it is said that he kills you in a messy way if you get what i'm saying if you choose blue he will strangle you turning your face blue if you say the name of another color which he didn't mention you will be dragged into a different universe or into what many believe to be hell and it is also said that if you pick yellow he will put your head into the toilet and afterwards do something malicious to you. Some methods to escape Akamanto are, first of all, to ignore his question and get out of the bathroom, or combine the colors, basically saying red and blue, and just stepping out of the bathroom. Those are set to make you survive and not get killed by Akamanto. Let's talk about another urban legend which is called Gozu. This is another popular one, Gozu means cow head, and it is also known as ox head. This is a Japanese urban legend based on a fictional story called cow head or Gozu. It is said that this story is evil, it has evil energy into it, and if you read it in your head, out loud, whatever, if you just read it or you listen to it, you will feel horrible anxiety, you will start to shake, days until you die. There is also a movie that is called Gozu based on this urban legend, and also another thing because of the internet, a lot of people have written different poems and stating that this is the real story, this is the real poem. So The story has actually been broken into different parts. We don't know for certain what is the true story, what is the fake story, but I'm gonna read a little bit to you guys because we are suffering together. Okay, I have the story in front of me. It is a pretty big paragraph, not gonna lie. I'm obviously not gonna read everything, but let's just get into it. So, a long time ago in Japan, there lived a young woman called Hasuki and her son. It... Oh my god i'm sorry i cannot read <laughs> in winter it was really cold and they didn't have much money but they did own a cow from hasuki's father who died he told them that they must slice it open and seep in it for winter basically what this means is to create a cozy and comfortable place in the fucking cow <laughs> so that they could chill there in the duration of the winter and Anyways, let's get back to the story. But never to take it out in the summer, otherwise bad things would happen. Hasuki and her son were delighted with the cow and sliced it finely open. Then they cut a hole in the head, poked a massive hole throughout the nostrils, and plucked out the eyes so that they could fit their heads in. They cut off the legs and tail of the cow and then smothered fox's fur all over inside, cleaning it and making it nice and cozy. Oh my god love that they lived in a hut that was not warm at all so the cow would be a great help to them in the winter hasuki and his son her son i'm sorry would curl up into the cow's body and be nice and warm in the summer they just restored to natural weather which kept them warm the cow's body did them good in the winter months and once they even let an old man neighbor use the cow and they got money for it But one day in the summer, a cold breeze blew that made Hasuki and her son very cold. They were scared of getting hypothermia, so they took one look at the cow and dived into it. And then they were blacked out. When they woke up, they realized the hot had been blown away into the horizon, and they were in a big storm. This is all I could find. This is also kind of altered by me, because I couldn't read some words, for example her son's name i think it's masauka i'm not even gonna attempt to read that but it is kind of altered i don't feel anything i don't feel like i'm shaking i am not dead so i guess anyways okay let's get to another urban legend this one i don't know why it is really funny to me it is called jinmenken which means human-faced dog i don't know why this is fucking hilarious to me so i'm on wiki right now and it says that Jinmenken are dogs with human faces, and they are basically set to appear at night in urban areas. So, it is rumored that they can actually run super fucking fast. They can actually run past the car without a worry. They can just do that. Like, teke teke, I guess. Anyways, so, a lot of people are scared by them because, you know, when you look at the back of the dog, you see a dog, but when they... Turn their head, you see a human, like it's fucking scary. <laughs> but the hilarious part is that here on Wiki, it said that people in Japan can easil- easily spot Jinmenken creatures looking through their trash. And this is the hilarious part. <laughs> so the people who encountered them would just, you know, think, I'm sorry for the background noise. Like I said, my neighbors are going insane. So the people who would encounter them would just scream at them like, hey, don't do that to my garbage, whatever, and try to, you know, get them to run run away. And the Jin Men can would just look at you with their human face and say, leave me alone. <laughs> and they are said to be really comedic. They are said to be kind of friendly. So I don't know. There is nothing malicious about them. At least that's what I found out about them. I'm not sure. There is not a- enough information to be displayed. And yeah, this is the jinmen urban legend, I guess. Another urban legend is called Kokuri. So Kokuri is a Japanese game, a supernatural game that you can play at sleepovers. So sleepover idea, play Kokuri. Anyways, so how you play this game is you basically place down a piece of paper or a piece of wood or whatever. We're just gonna go with paper. And the players in the game basically write down the hiragana characters and place their fingers on a coin before asking kokuri-san a question and this is a really popular game in japanese high schools now a lot of people said that if you play this game kokuri will just tell you when you are gonna die but a lot of people actually said that you can ask kokuri anything you want to but it is not certain I think one of my favorite urban legends ever is gonna be the next one, which is called Yuki Ona. Oh my god, I love this one so much. Do me a favor and search right now on Google Yuki Ona and just check out the old drawings of her. So fucking pretty. Anyways, so Yuki Ona is, it is said that she is a yokai in the Japanese folklore, or a demon, a spirit, anyways yuki Ona basically means the snow woman the woman of snow i don't know anyways so basically let me tell you a beautiful story of yuki onna so there was a young man he was in his 20s and he was also with an older man i don't know if he was his grandpa let's just go with that so he and his grandpa would usually go in the woods to cut some wood to basically take it to their neighborhood in order to sell it so one day they went on the mountain and an extreme snow storm started and they found a cabin they just chilled there and they decided to you know wait a few hours and get back to the neighborhood once the storm stopped so it was late at night and the young boy couldn't sleep he just couldn't because imagine sleeping in a cabin you don't know whose cabin this is, and what's going on, and it is a really creepy setting if you really think about it. At night, in the woods, a storm going on, and just chilling in a cabin that isn't yours. I don't know, it's weird. So they slept on the floor, Um, the young boy, like I said, couldn't, but uh, his grandpa just fell asleep instantly. The young boy finally managed to fall asleep, and... He was later woken up by the door being slammed onto the wall. He was scared, but he didn't move because he was too cold to do that. And he just looked at the door, and he saw a tall and beautiful woman standing in the doorstep. She approached them, and he did not say a word. She did not say a word, and he pretended like he was asleep because he was scared and really cold. The woman got close to the old man and blew a really cold breeze into his face resulting into him having a frostburn frostbite whatever he was basically an ice pack at this point he gasped because he was really scared and then the woman made eye contact with him and saw that he was awake she got close to him he started shaking he was terrified of what was going on And she put her cold hand on his cheeks and told him, I'm not going to do anything to you because I sense you are a beautiful soul and I'm just going to leave you alone. But promise me, you won't tell anybody what happened and that you saw me or I'm going to kill you. So she disappears. And the next day, the young boy proceeds to head back home. He was really frustrated because of the incident and that his grandpa died. But after some years, he pretty much got over it and he continued his life selling wood. Now, one day, he met a beautiful girl. She was so pretty. She had pale skin, she had really expressive eyes, really beautiful lips, and long hair obviously like all the fucking ghosts anyways so he noticed she was pretty and he instantly clicked with her she instantly clicked with him and it was love at first sight um they started dating they went out a lot and they just had really good communication they had a few kids and they basically lived a beautiful life she was a really respectable woman she made sure that her kids were happy her husband was happy she made sure that everything in the house looked clean perfect and she also cooked really nice food for him one night he was laying on the bed and she was laying on a chair in the corner of the room he looked at her she smiled and he told her that she is the most beautiful woman that she he has ever encountered and then he told her You remind me of an incident that happened a long time ago, because you resemble a woman that I saw one night in a cabin. She instantly stopped what she was doing and just looked him dead in the eye and said nothing. He then proceeded to continue the story, telling her every single detail, how the woman who came to him had blue lips, really pale skin, Her, basically her skin was sparkling like ice and she was really beautiful but she did something really malicious to his grandpa. the woman stood up angry, ran towards him and told him i was that person and i told you not to say anything about me. doesn't matter what person it is. you can be married for fucking 50 years with a person. you shouldn't tell them this. And then she said, I was thinking of killing you right now, but you were a good father and you were a good husband. Take care of the kids and if one kid complains about your behavior, I'm going to instantly kill you and I'm not going to forgive you this time. And she simply disappeared. There are a lot of beautiful drawings of Yuki Ona and a lot of descriptions. A lot of people say that her skin is sparkling. Her uh, hair can be either long and black, obviously, or long and white. And her skin is really cold. Her eyes are really bright and expressive. Her eyes can be blue, but it is uncertain. You know, a lot of people make different adaptations of her. And I think that Yuki Ona is my favorite. It's beautiful. Another one of my favorites is called Domino's Hell. I heard two stories of. The origin of the poem, basically, Domino's Hell is a poem. If you read it out loud, you will die and you will have immense amounts of suffering into your life. So basically, there are two origins of the poem that I am aware of. The first one was a young boy who was really depressed, he was really sad, he was bullied, made a poem about his life and he showed it to his parents, and his parents were so mad at him for writing this, so basically they locked him in the basement and left him there with no food, no water, because how can he do something like this? And then they found him dead. Another origin of this poem is the following. Saijo Yaso was a famous Japanese poet, and he wrote this poem after the end of World War I. And many believe that he explained his suffering throughout this poem and how his father died in the war. So this poem is cursed. This poem is cursed and people who read it out loud will suffer. So let's read it now. <laughs> let's do that because we already read Gozu. Let's do that. We are fearless here. I'm kind of scared, though. <laughs> I don't believe urban legends and shit like that. I find them to be really fascinating. But still, girl, we don't want to die right now. Anyway, so let's read it. It is really mm, graphic, though, so anyways. Uh, his older sister vomited blood, his younger sister vomited fire, and the cute domino vomited glass beads. Domino fell into hell alone. Hell is wrapped in darkness, and even the flowers don't bloom. Is the person with the whip Tomino's older sister? I wonder who the whip's So I don't know, I'm not gonna read this word, I don't... Anyways, hit hit without hitting, familiar hell's one road. Would you lead him to the dark hell? To the sheep of gold, to the bush of... I cannot say this word. So yeah, here we go. We are cursed now, and we can explore more urban legends together. (laughs) <laughs> anyways, um, I will document you guys uh, on my life. I don't know what is going to happen, but anyways, I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> so let me tell you another urban legend. We are going to talk about dolls. We are going to talk about two dolls, Leika-chan or Lika-chan and Okiku. The Okiku doll. So the We're going to start with Okiku. So the Okiku doll was purchased by a boy in 1918 as a souvenir for his two-year-old sister she really liked the doll and she played with it a lot but she sadly passed away in after some time and it is said that her soul haunts the doll and now the doll is actually in a temple or in a museum i'm not sure yeah it is in a temple it's called manenji i don't know since 1938. And it is really scary because people claim that the hair of the doll continues to grow even after it's cut. Like, the doll grows fucking hair. And I actually heard of this. I don't know if it's Okiku doll or another haunted doll, but I read somewhere that there is a doll in the world who grows hair and nails it is really creepy (laughs) so anyways let's move to lika chan or leika chan the thing about this doll is that it actually exists it was really popular in japan in 1967 i believe yeah it was introduced to japan in on july 4th 1967 so leika chan was like a barbie of japan it was really popular and it has sold over four forty eight million dolls so it is kind of like a Barbie but it is the Japanese version so the thing about Lika chan or Leika chan I'm gonna go with Lika chan because it sounds better is that it was claimed by a lot of people that she was a haunted doll some dolls out there were had defects certain defects Some of them had three legs instead of two, and they were, you know, scaring kids. And also, really personal details about Lika-chan were revealed to the public. Like, her age, where she attends school, her parents' name and occupation, which is, like, weird. Like, it's a doll. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, so there was actually a hotline released where kids can talk to Lika-chan, which people suspected, okay, Lika-chan is a robot, she has automatic generated responses, and, you know, it's not risky. But a lot of people actually said that Lika-chan, when you would call her number, she would tell you, you are gonna die soon, or other malicious things. And there was actually a story about a girl who really liked her Lika-chan doll, She played with her and then she wanted to basically move out of the house. She grew up, she was in her teen years, and she didn't play with Lika-chan anymore. So she threw it in the trash. It is said that Lika-chan dolls are really... They have personality. And when you throw them in the trash or when you leave them behind you, they feel like you don't respect them. So they will haunt you. And this girl basically threw her Lika-chan in the trash and proceeded to move away. So one day she comes home from school, her parents aren't home, they are still working, and she receives a phone call. She picks up and then a robotic voice told her, Hi, I am Lika-chan, and you threw me in the trash. And then it ended. The girl was like, what the fuck is going on? And she thought that somebody was spying on her, somebody did a prank call, so she ignored it. She kept on, I don't know, doing her homework, doing what she did, whatever she did. So she received another phone call after a while, and she said, Ah, hi, I'm Lika-chan. We know who you are, girl. Shut the fuck <laughs> And she told the girl that she was getting close, she was in the bus. And then Lika-chan ended the call. The girl was getting suspicious on who might prank her. Like she was starting to guess names and whatever. But then she received another phone call saying, Hi, I'm Lika-chan, girl. I'm so annoyed. I am currently on your street. Make sure to unlock your door. She was starting to get really scared at this point because girl, somebody is calling her. Somebody is telling her that they are on her street, which is scary. She called the police. The police said, oh, it might be like a prank call or whatever. And then she received another phone call and said, hi, I'm Lika-chan. I am in front of your door. Please open. She looked at the window because when you looked at the window, you could see the door. And she was really happy that it wasn't her. Then the phone rang again and she picked up. And Lika-chan said, hi, I am Lika-chan. And I am behind you. And the girl felt something on her shoulder, but then it is unknown what happened next. Girl, that is creepy as fuck. Ugh. I hate dolls. I don't know. They annoy me so much. This is, I think, the worst part of urban legends and conspiracy theories. Fucking dolls. Come on. They're really annoying. Anyways. Another urban legend, which is new to me, I found out about it right now in this moment, is called the secret of yamamba. So basically yamambas are yokais and a yamamba basically looks like a harmless old woman and it is actually a terrifying creature which consumes human flesh. So one of the oldest legends regarding this creature the yamamba is the following. So a priest was up in the mountain and he got lost he didn't know where he was what was going on it was also a storm happening and he saw a hut which looked really cozy it looked like it had a fireplace so he decided to knock at the door and see if somebody will open to him so there was a really nice old lady that opened the door and told him to just step inside and enjoy his time here his stay so she proceeded to make him tea, to make him goodies to eat, and she gave him a really weird warning when he first stepped into this house. And that was do not look in the back room. So the priest actually was really curious of what was in the in a in the back room. I don't know who calls it the back room anyways. Kind of reminds me of back rooms which Should we talk about it this week? Let's talk about it. I love the subject. Anyways, episode is coming tomorrow. Back rooms. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Yamamba, for giving me this idea. Anyways, so he... Once the old woman was, you know, with her head in the cabinet searching for something, he peeped into the room. He saw a crack in the wall, and he noticed that in that room there were a lot of corpses, half-eaten corpses, and he figured out that this lady was a Yomamba, because of course he was religious, he was a priest, he knew all about demons and yokais and spirits and whatever, so he just left and didn't even look back. The next urban legend is called the Legend of Jorogumo. So Jorogumo is a half-woman, half-spider, yokai, that can basically transform itself in a gorgeous and appealing woman and there was actually a story about a samurai who saw this yokai of course he didn't think that she was a yokai so he saw this lady she was so attractive and he was really intrigued so he stepped closer to her started asking her questions and then noticed something in her eyes he noticed that she was giving him the creeps and he figured out shit this is a yokai let me just take my sword out and kill it the woman transformed into a giant spider and proceeded to run away leaving leaving i'm sorry leaving a trail behind her so the samurai followed the trail and it led to a really mysterious house and once he stepped into this house he saw corpses covered in spider silk and the whole thing just looked really unsettling it is said that these women haunt men <laughs> i don't know why every female yokai haunts men i i i genuinely don't know anyways the next urban legend which i'm going to discuss is a pretty sad one it is really sad and let's just get into it so it is called basically the tale of oiwa trigger warning rape for anybody who is getting triggered by this so basically this is said to be a story inspired by reality it is a real event that took place in the 17th century at least this is what is told on this website that i'm looking on so basically there was a girl she was really beautiful, a really beautiful young woman called Oiwa. She was married to a samurai called Yemon. So Oiwa was the woman, Yemon was the man. I'm really bad with names. <laughs> so I got to make sure that you guys know who is who and which is which. Anyways, so Yemon was a pretty man that only married her because she was beautiful. She didn't he didn't care, I'm sorry. He didn't care about her personality. If she was beautiful, she was the one. There was another woman who was in love with yemon the samurai called ome i don't know why all those oima oiwa o- ome i don't know what's going on <laughs> so oiwa was the initial woman and ome is the second woman who is madly in love with the samurai and out of jealous rage she tricked oiwa into using a cream that was laced with poison now this cream dis- disfigured oiwa's face It made one of her eyes turn into another direction, half of her hair to fall out, and overall her face just looking like it melts, like it drips down. So she didn't notice that. She didn't notice that the scream did this to her. She didn't pass by a mirror. She didn't feel any pain. So Yemon, once he saw her, he was disgusted with her appearance, and he wished to divorce Oiwa and marry Ome, who did this to Oiwa. So, the Despicable Samurai basically hired his friend, who was ordered to rape Oiwa. So, Yamon can have a reason to divorce her, which is so fucking disgusting. So, the guy who was hired to rape her was so shocked by Oiwa's appearance. And he basically was honest and genuine, and told her what Yamon's plan was, basically, and... He handed her a mirror to see her face. She was so sad. She was basically horrified by the whole situation. So he took his sword and killed herself. So before she killed herself, she actually cursed the samurai. And in the night of the wedding between Yamon and Ome, the ghost of Oiwa was following the samurai. And he ran away from the wedding because all he saw was her face, basically. And it doesn't matter if he was into the woods, if he was with Ome, everywhere he went, he saw her disfigured face and he was haunted for life. Love that, honestly. Such a beautiful revenge. Love that. I think we're gonna end it here. I made 40 minutes of Urban Legend. urban legends, I cannot talk anymore, what the fuck, of urban legends and conspiracy theories, Japanese version. I cannot even tell you guys how many stories there are, how many horror stories, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and scary events happen and are told about the Japanese folklore. It is really intriguing, it is really interesting, a lot of those stories are beautiful, like the Yuki Onna one, the snow lady, Anyways, I hope you guys liked it. I collected a lot of my information from my head. Because when I was small, I used to watch a lot of Japanese urban legends. And I actually... My first urban legend, Japanese urban legend that I learned about, was when I was in fourth grade, girl. I was nine years old or ten, I don't remember. And it was teke teke. I was actually traveling with my class and my teacher. And it was fourth grade. We were next to a train station to a rail basically and I <laughs> I stumbled upon a video on YouTube regarding teke teke. All of the girls who I was staying with in the room heard the story and we are we all got so fucking scared because like I said, there was a rail next to our hotel. It was terrifying for me back then, and it would be terrifying for me now, honestly. But anyways, a lot of the stories were actually, I remembered them, because I used to watch a lot of videos, and I remembered a lot of them. Uh, I also did some research on Wiki, because I wasn't sure of some details, and on different other sites, I don't know the name of them. And also another huge inspiration was Creep Mania, which is a YouTube channel in Romanian, which does urban legends, It focuses a lot on Japanese urban legends but it also has I believe a Malaysian one and a Chinese one so go ahead and check it out and if you're not Romanian don't worry you can put on the subtitles because her videos are insane I really like them so anyways I hope you guys liked it the next episode day 3 is gonna be the back rooms I think that episode is gonna be two hours long because I watched so many videos regarding backrooms. I watched two hour icebergs about the backrooms. I watched you know videos about levels, creatures. You are going to see it is really the concept of the backrooms is really interesting. So anyways, I hope you guys liked it. I also forgot to tell you guys the drink of the day. Um I'm basically having tea right now, black tea with exotic fruits like papaya and shit like that and i really enjoy it my throat hurts because i talked for 40 minutes about fucking urban legends but i love this i really like this series i feel like this change this shift in my content for one week is going to be really refreshing i have this episode ready my last episode ready and another episode ready i have three episodes recorded So these weeks, I'm just going to fucking chill. (laughs) I don't know. I have fucking three episodes ready. I cannot believe this. Anyways, I hope you guys will like this series. And yeah, stay tuned for day three. I love you guys. And I will see you in the next episode.